Wow, my friends, we are nearing the end of season three. I am so excited to be here finishing another season um, and joyfully doing so. I just love hopping on here and sharing um, other women who are just living so bold for the Lord. And I am really looking forward to season four. I'm really looking forward to the ways that the Lord is going to continue to grow me and continue to grow you as well. We are just taking mighty, mighty steps in this season of life and yeah, it's just going to be so, so amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so we have one more episode next Friday um, where I don't know what I'm going to talk about yet. I'm just going to let the Lord lead me um, and hopefully it's a blessing to myself and also you. But for today, we have none other than my twin, <laughs> Renee Beamer who is the designer behind Renee Beamer Harbor and Home, a brand with a mission to create thoughtfully crafted books and home goods that inspire beautiful lives inside and out. She lives in Newport News, Virginia, where I just came from, with her husband, daughter, and Welsh Corgi. A few of Renee's favorite things include creating home decor with natural elements, lattes, and travel to places that serve amazing lattes especially if a passport is required i I love this lady to pieces she was such a blessing to me um, in the community that i was a part of back in virginia so without further ado let's get into this conversation honestly so good Welcome to the Fearlessly Fit Faith Podcast. Here you are going to be encouraged in truth, truth equipping you to experience the fullness of this life that Christ has for you. You will be encouraged to lead fearlessly in obedience to God, to be fit in every aspect of your whole person, and to also have the faith to pursue what God has for you. How? Well, by hearing stories of women who are taking steps to lead well in whatever they do, whether they be a photographer, teacher, content creator, business owner, Honestly, whatever it is, we want to reach your heart to encourage you to lead whole in the area that God has you leading in. We're all leaders and here you will be encouraged to lead whole. So first, tell us some about you. Who are you and what are some things that make you, you? Well, this is funny that we're we're talking about an identity and understanding who you are. My daughter, Jordan, and I have been in a lengthy conversation about the Enneagram types, and she's doing a life group um, online with our church about the book, The Way, The Road Back to You. And so we've been in deep discussion of this today. And in terms of Enneagram, I'm a one, a perfectionist. And uh, I would like to say I'm a recovering perfectionist because (laughs) I have a lot more grace for myself than I used to. And I certainly have a lot more grace for others than I used to. So that's the beauty of growing older. You, you, you know, the goal is to grow wiser and um, more accepting of yourself and others. And so, um, what I'm about, I, I mean, I really just, I love fun and I, I really like to camp out on experiences that, you know, bring me joy and 
Uh, I think we're a lot alike in this day. And <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, d- I love exploring. So of course, travel is just, you know, a big piece of my life and I love my family and um, I'm a daughter of God. That is like nothing overrides that if I'm, if I'm not that I'm nothing. And so my mm. love for God and, and the things um, of God are preeminent in my life and everything flows out of that sense of identity. And I'm so thankful for the Lord and how he's rescued me and set me apart for his purposes. And so I totally jive with fearlessly fit faith and the mission you know, <laughs> to be obedient to, mm-hmm. to the direction that the Lord you know, gives us as the body of Christ and as individuals in our daily pursuit of him. Mm. Yes, I love it. And just for the audience, Renee and I are twins. <laughs> we are. In so many ways. Um, so she's just talking and I'm like, yes, like that is me. <laughs> we do get each other. I'm so thankful God brought you into my life. And it's, I mean, it just, that's one of those joyful experiences that I just yes yeah on. I'm literally sitting here cheesing <laughs> I know we just we get each other yes <laughs> okay so fearlessly fit faith is all about living fearlessly in obedience to God living fit in our whole person so spiritually mentally physically emotionally socially and environmentally um, and having the faith to pursue God's will for our lives. How would you say that you are doing this on already? And what are some ways that you would say you need to grow? Well, I, I would say, you know, one of the luxuries in my, my life is I was able to be a stay-at-home mom. So I'm in my, you know, I was in my 20s. And it, it carried into many years of doing home education with my children. And so this luxury that I'm speaking of is being at home, but it also afforded me a slower pace of life where Mm. I could be reflective about my growth, my personal discipleship with the Lord Jesus. And I remember one day just having this aha moment and saying, oh my goodness, God, you've been homeschooling me. I thought this was all about me homeschooling (laughs) my kids. And, and because of that, you know, I've tried to live, you know, very reflective and seeking wholeness in all these areas Mm -hmm. of life. And, um, and I, I, I would say like, you know, I don't know if I have like a metric to measure where I am with each one of these areas of whole living. I, I would just say in general, I feel whole because of the peace that yeah. is just in me and what I can bring into a situation. It is God's peace. Now, I am quick, though, to acknowledge where I'm especially growing in this season, Tay, is the envir- environmental awareness and how I can be a part of that. And it is, it's like little baby steps of growth in that area. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, that's encouraging, I hope, for someone in their 20s to hear someone in their 50s say, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, and I'm excited about yeah. the process. Yeah. And that always keeps me hopeful. I 
have always had like mentors and friends who are just like women who are older than me and like just hearing them say like yep I'm still growing in that area too it's like oh like okay I don't have to have it all together so like it's just like such a good reminder of the Lord and like how it's like a process like it's not just a one and done thing like he's going to carry us through this all throughout our life so yeah, that's awesome. Change is ongoing. And I love the musical analogy someone uh, shared in a Bible study um, years ago. She said, you know, we're always being changed from glory to glory. And she said, as a music mm. instructor, I'll work with my students on the scales and they'll say, but I've already learned the scales. And she says, no, you haven't learned them with this level of complexity. So we're going to do it again, but we're going to add it we're going to take it on a, on a higher plane of skill and learning. It's you have a basic knowledge, but we're going to take that knowledge deeper. And she said, that's the way it happens in music where you're, you're hitting on something you've already learned, but you're going at it in a higher level. So she said, it's not just Mm -hmm. a redundant cycle where you're just round and round. She said she drew like a spiral, almost like a tornado, shape Uh and she said it's just always getting broader and higher and more knowledgeable you know and and the way she described that I'm like you know that is ongoing in our lives spiritually you know we're being changed God is taking us deeper we're going higher with him um you know emotionally and physically hopefully there's just ongoing growth and I want that for my life like I, I think all of us do we just we always yeah. want to improve and that's a God nature in us. We want more and it's, it's godly when it's centered in Christ. Yes. That's so good. <laughs> that is so good. And I'm just going to leave that right there. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> okay. So go ahead and give it to us. What is it that you do? <laughs> you know, like, seasons of life have different definitions. And right now I am in a season where uh, by the grace of God and by his inspiration, I'm an owner operator of a creative business. I love what I'm doing right now. And this lockdown that we're experiencing as a nation and as a world has afforded me time to really look at the operations of this business to fine tune and to bring a lot of definition. So depending on how much you want me to share, (laughs) it's pretty well rehearsed (laughs) right now as I've been in a lot of deep reflection on this business. Yeah, you can go ahead. Well, um, what happened a couple of years ago is, you know, I was just sitting down with my journal and I had a small little segment of time one morning John and I were getting ready to head out of town to celebrate our anniversary later that afternoon so this was just this small little segment of time to journal as I was preparing to go into a new season of life and this idea was just dumped in my heart and I started sketching and writing and what I was seeing is engaging like the farmer's market scene, um, but like more of an art market with product and handcrafted home decor, but also offering my devotional for women that I was writing at the time. And so 
the Lord was just showing me like, it's, it's everything. It's your book and it's product. And I'm just mm. the kind of girl that like, when God shows me something, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. And if I missed them, yeah, no, no worries there, you know, but I'm not going to hopefully live with some regret of wondering, God, was that you? Should I have stepped out to do that? So, you know, I, I've learned yeah. that lesson the hard way. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> now I'm pretty quick to act on what I see God showing me, but it was so cool because, you know, I sketched it all out. I wrote out a list of inventory. I knew when I would launch the business and the book, it was going to be 10 months from that day. And so I kind of, I didn't write out a plan of what to create when at that point. I mean, I, it was like an hour of time, but I, I knew what I was going to make. I knew what kind of price points to go by. And so basically like home decor, like reeds and garlands and just things to beautify the home. I'm all about the home. I love home life. And, um, but also to offer this devotional for women that would, the goal is to beautify our hearts with the sense of identity, who God sees when he looks at us. That's so important. Mm -hmm. And we need an accurate understanding of who we are. And so all of this coming together under one I'm not going to say umbrella, but under one tent, because I could see myself going into markets and building community and meeting women and talking with them. So I shared it with John later that afternoon as we headed out to celebrate our anniversary for, you know, a night away. And he got so passionate about it. I barely got two sentences out and he was saying, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. Whatever this takes, this is an absolute, you must do this. (laughs) And I was so encouraged. (laughs) Within yeah. 48 hours, I was putting my hands to work. So that's been over two years ago, and I'm having a blast. And as much as I love creating, I've, I've always loved doing that kind of thing, and I love it. And the book was completed by the grace of God. I was able to launch the book and the product um, for Christmas time two years ago, right? A year, well, a little over a year ago, I started the business working on yeah. it two years ago, but I launched a little over a year ago at Christmas time. And um, for me, it is all about people. So I'm, I'm, I'm hurting right yeah. now, not being out with the people. There's been a lot of markets, of course, that have been canceled that I was scheduled to participate in. But I know this business is about building community, building relationships with people. And it's happening little by little. I really, really mm-hmm. love it. Oh, that's awesome. And it's, I didn't even realize this, but like, I'm thinking of the timeline and I'm like, whoa, like we met when, like in the timeline of you creating all this. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, (laughs) we, we were, um, I mean, you didn't realize it, but yeah, you were shoulder to shoulder with me as I was, as I was working on that, I was doing all the behind the scenes work and you were right there on launch day supporting. Thank you, my friend. You're welcome. (laughs) That's so cool. Okay. So how did you find this passion? I know you said you were sitting down and you just, you were writing and it was just kind of downloaded to you, but do you think there was something before that, that kind of sparked it? Or was it just that moment that you were sitting down with him? I mean, it was definitely that moment, but I I love, I love Mm. this question because there have been so many times where I have flashbacks to childhood 
and I'm playing with my toys. In fact, I had this really special set. Like I never had the Barbie doll mansion. I'm, I'm, I'm much more of a simple mm-hmm. girl. I mean, I probably would have loved to have that, <laughs> but I had some cheesy little cardboard house set up thing for my little sunshine family. They were called, this is so seventies, but Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> and the sunshine family, I mean, isn't that precious? I mean, it wasn't single Barbie. This was a family. They had a baby. They had, yeah. they had a dog <laughs> and they had this little <laughs> country store. And of course, in my memories, it was, it was elaborate, but when I go back to look at it on eBay or whatever, it's, it's cardboard. I mean, it's literally like junk, but to me, it was a big thing as a eight or nine year old, but I have these flashbacks as I'm working and creating and, and I'm holding that little ball of real yarn. That was a product in the country store I was playing with and imagining with my sunshine family dolls. And I mean, I've just had so many times where I'm like, Lord, were you not planting this appreciation Mm. for simplicity and handcrafted? And I mean, you were planting that in my heart as a little girl. I mean, it, it has really been a source of wonder for me in this process over the past couple of years. Yeah. It's cool to see and, like, just remember the ways that, like, God has placed something within us, like, when we were younger and how he's brought that into, like, our future and, like, what he's going to continue to do with it. That's cool. I think so. Okay. So why is your business important to you and the people that you serve? I know you kind of touched on it with community, which, (laughs) you know, is so important to my heart, too. (laughs) Um, But... (laughs) Um, but why, like, why is it important? Well, you know, you know, as, as believers, we, we love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and and we love people. Um, and you know, this isn't, this isn't about me and what I can gain from it. It never has been. Mm -hmm. This business has been about bringing beauty to people. And I, and I always knew that creating a stylish boho vibe wreath or something like I do, I I do more of a modern design, you know, and, and when I set up a tent for a market, I mean, I I bring like interior design vibe to the tent and people will come in and say, this place is so peaceful. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I understand what they're tapping into. It's, it's not just the aesthetic, although that's very important to me. I'm trying to create a place where they're going to be welcomed and they want to hang out. And and that happens, but I know it's the peace of God that's in me. That's what's attracting them, but they see a pretty wreath and they come in and then it's not every single person that I have the pleasure of meeting, but there are those that it's just God orchestrated. Your lives are going to connect You're going to start Mm -hmm. to build a rapport. I'm learning their names. It's important for me to know their names. I didn't realize it when I created the business, Renee Beamer Harbor and Home. It originally was a blog, but I didn't, I really didn't want my name to be a piece of the company name. Um, It seems a little egotistical to me, but, um, (laughs) but it is important that I relate to people 
by name. And I love it when my customers know my name and they know my name because it's on the banner, but I want them to feel that sense of importance that I know their name as well. So we can start building a rapport. Oh, but the reason behind Renee Beamer, Harbor and Home is when I started the blog years ago, I just wanted to blog like updates we were making to our home. My husband's a home builder. So, you know, home design is just my life. And, and, um, so we were doing some just restyling, not really any new construction in the home at the time, but we were doing some restyling and I just wanted to archive it. And so I, I was calling it Harbor and Home because we live by waterways here on the East Coast. We missed you, Tay. The water misses you. The salt air misses you. <laughs> but anyway, um, so Harbor and Home. Well, I found out that there's this amazing musical group it's it's two men that go by the name harbor and home they're up in minneapolis and so you know out of respect for them and their business and you know i knew that i needed to have a unique entity from from them so renee beamer harbor and home surely that name is not taken (laughs) (laughs) but it works because i'm able to build rapport with people because they can feel comfortable with me, call me by name. And that's the goal. Yeah. I want to go back to like, um, like your market setup and everything. Oh my gosh. Y'all have to look at her pictures and just see like what her setup looks like. But I was listening to um, something that Mike Todd had posted on YouTube and his Instagram page the other day and it was late after um, his worship team was practicing Mm -hmm. and there was just like a move of God after they had practiced and like the spirit was just moving but somebody had mentioned um, that basically the effort and the time that they put into um, preparing to serve other people like it matters because they like they have to put forth their best effort I'm, I'm saying it wrong, but there's something about when we prepare well for other people, there's just something in that that just brings a lot of joy. And it's not to us, but it's to the person who's going to come and receive from us, if it that makes does. sense. So <laughs> it, it matters so much. And um, it's like walking into your space and like your setup, like a person is going to feel at home and like they are going to feel at peace. And like you stand out among the market, you know, because typically people just have like their cute little setup with a table and everything. But you put time into the gift that the Lord has given you so that you can stand out and people will come and like, you'll be able to speak to them, you know? So that's, it's just so cool. And there's just something about space that's meant a lot to me recently. And you, you do space well, you do it with your people in mind. Yeah, so it always yeah. is a message <laughs> that's communicated. Uh, I've been expecting you whenever I've done events yeah. uh, and, and decorating for events, all of that there's such a drive within me and I know it's just the gifting of God. You know, it's, it's just, it's just what he's given me to be able to do with creative expression. But I know the whole time it's about letting those who will attend know I've been expecting you. You are so important that this had to be made just right for you to feel welcomed. It's so important. And hospitality is, you know, it's a spiritual gift. Um, and 
what was cool, yeah. I was a regular market participant all summer long. I think it was it was a, somewhere between 10 to 12 weeks. I mean, every Saturday I was down at the oceanfront and some of them were like, I'm trying a Renee tactic with my setup today. And they would bring curtains for their tent. And you know, we always <laughs> talked about like the enhancement to setting the scene for our product to stand out as well. But never mm-hmm. was it a comparative thing. I mean, we you build community with other market participants and you're cheering one another on it's it's really a beautiful thing but you're right it does Mm -hmm. like it 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 does inspire people and they were that was just so fun when they would say like oh I'm doing a Renee style tent today (laughs) (laughs) okay so what are some struggles that you've had in your business and how did you push through or who are some people um, who have just stood by you and helped you to just continue in what you're doing um, and just yeah. helped you keep pushing on? Well, I would say the struggles, I mean, business, business is struggle because business is risk. And so it's always that moment mm-hmm. of making a decision because there's inherently risk with business. And I would say that's the biggest thing. And my husband is a business owner. He's been at it for, you know, 20 plus years. I feel like he could do it with his eyes closed and half asleep. You know, he could just, he could run a business effortlessly. <laughs> so it's really cool to have his support and to always run things by him. And, uh, cause I, I just need a little bit of championing before I commit money to a show and commit, like I've even done travel shows where I travel, I get an Airbnb, I stay the weekend, I participate in a show. Like there's a lot of risk with that. What if it's not financially Mm -hmm. profitable to invest all that time and cash? And, but, um, that's, that's probably the hardest thing. And I know that will get easier with learning through experience. And, um, I've always, you know, faith faith and risk or, you know, that's, you step out, you don't know, you don't know what the result's going to be, but you step out in obedience to God. And every time I've taken faith steps, you know, I, 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 I run to God for affirmation and confirmation that I'm hearing him. And he's so, so faithful to me in that and patient with me Mm -hmm. in that. But he also graciously gives me confirmation, support through fellow believers. I, I just can't think of one yeah. major stepping out in faith season where God did not have a fellow believer shoulder to shoulder with me, championing my walk of faith, supporting me. I mean, that is the grace of God. There have been so many times where I've just been crying in joy, telling Jesus, have I told you, told you lately how beautiful your body is? I just love the body of Christ. Yeah. And the beauty of the body of Christ. I mean, we are radiant um, when we are united. And so I, I love being the support. And I, I, I'm just humbled when I receive the support in my own journey amazing 
Yeah, it really is. Like, just prior to me <laughs> moving, like, the people who came alongside me, like, you and, like, just so many others, like, I was just blown away. And, like, I will not forget the community that I got to be a part of moving back home after college because I didn't <laughs> expect that. Like, I just didn't expect that. But the Lord is just so good and just, like, throughout the transition and then even with me getting here like I had people around me instantly and I'm just like god what (laughs) like it's just so cool to see him move and like how he is part of the process when we take those big steps with him like the risk is okay when the risk is with him so yeah it's uh, and it's it's always so so much better than we could have ever (laughs) perceived it you know we might be tempted to think yeah oh god we'll get by the skin of our teeth on this it'll it'll be just okay and then he just blows us away with more than we could ever ask or imagine I mean it's just his way it's always better than what we could perceive it to the outcome to be yeah and that that's just what makes being obedient to him just so much fun (laughs) jesus is a ride girl he is a ride he will he will take us on the adventure and we adventure lovers we know it we're like i'm going with you jesus (laughs) we're gonna have some fun there are gonna be some tears there's gonna be some sweat but it's gonna be fun you know it's so cool because like my son started doing the farmer's market at the oceanfront for um, this family-owned bakery down in Virginia Beach is where I'm speaking of. And um, he had worked uh-huh. for them for a couple of seasons doing their Friday market fr- or Saturday morning market appearances. So he did all that setup and selling and everything. And I remember I would look at him like getting up at early hours in the morning, driving 45 minutes to the oceanfront, doing all that. And I would think that just sounds horrible in the heat of the summer but, you know, good for you, son. I'm glad you, you got, you know, one of these part-time jobs that you love. And he was faithful to it, right? Okay, but it, it did not have any appeal. But when the Lord gives you this, I'll call it an yeah. assignment, you know, but I'm, it's really fun, you know, so opportunity. <laughs> then all of a sudden there's this passion <laughs> and drive and mm-hmm. equipping and joy. Like I was happily driving down the highway at 6 30 a.m so i could work my market <laughs> i mean that is yeah god he is such a fun adventure yes for sure and it's like, even with my 16 hour ride i i was able when i stopped halfway through my mom had a friend of a friend that lived in lexington kentucky so like i was even able to have dinner halfway through my ride to kansas city like it's just it's so cool like uh, wow i love that (laughs) yeah he's awesome Okay, has there ever been a time where it felt like you didn't have any support from others? And what did you do? Yeah, I mean, I'm such a glass half full kind of thinker. I, I, I'm i sure there have been times, but I'm, I, I've mm-hmm. never like, I just don't have a memory of that. And so, I, you know, I, yeah. I'm just going to stay where I, where I mentioned earlier and, and just be in wonder 
of all the times that every avenue of my faith walk, God has had people surrounding me to support me. And like with the book launch, I remember um, I was reading in Proverbs, it was chapter like eight or nine. I always get those two mixed up, but it was early in the book of Proverbs about she, she calls her maids and she sends them out to share the news. And it's talking about wisdom, just making the right moves to be successful. And I knew in that moment Mm. I had to call on people I knew and loved and trusted and ask them to do an Amazon order of my book, which was now ready. And so that they could give reviews. And I, I, I don't really like to ask for help. And that's pride. I know it is. So there, I'm struggling with that. But I, I did it because I just, <laughs> I just felt like the Lord was in that moment saying, would you let people help you and support you? And this is how yeah. you do it. And uh, so I, I did. I, I think I texted like 50 people that morning and said, can you help me? <laughs> and the wealth, of, <laughs> the outpouring of support was just, I mean, yeah, that's part of the riches we have in Christ. It's just that body of Christ that's so supportive and surrounds us and loves us and champions mm-hmm. the work we're doing. Likewise, as we eagerly do for one another, right? But it's just a little bit harder for me to be the recipient of that. And that's not cool because you cannot be a good yeah. daughter of God if you can't receive. I know. There, mic drop. I know. Oh my gosh, I am the same way. <laughs> uh, I think I was talking about that a couple weeks ago. I was like, I just don't receive well. And I'm like, that's such a bad thing. But it's something that the Lord is growing me in because I'm like, I'm just so used to giving and giving and giving. And I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with that. I love that. But somebody wants to do something nice, like this is good. And I'm like, Ugh, are you sure? Yeah. It's, I don't know if it's a feeling of indebtedness and we, uh, we don't want to feel like that. It's maybe a, perceived as a weakness or, but yeah, you just got to, we got to be good receivers. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So what has been your favorite project or market or just anything that you've done? in the last couple of years. Wow. What a, what a good question. I mean, you've heard me talk with so much joy about every, every part of what, you know, God has given me the opportunity to do with this creative business, but um, in building Mm -hmm. community, I think what's really special is to host an event. And so it's part of my business goal to do that once a year. And so last year was small. It was it was maybe five of us all together and I had prepared dinner. We did a make and take and we just spent time getting to know one another. Um, and, you know, of course I set the scene, right? Like I, I just made it like, yeah, me, it was dreamy and I couldn't wait to share that with others and just experience a beautiful evening. And so I have another one scheduled for this year and, Um, I'm having to change the date like everybody else is changing their dates for plans and events. And that's okay. We can do this. But I'm I'm really looking forward to that. And, you know, there's opportunity for growth and to make it better. And 
So that's really fun for me because it's all about setting the scene to say, I've been expecting you. You're important. This day is about you. I've set aside time and resources Mm -hmm. for you to have a really special experience. So of course, there's going to be a make and take, live music, amazing food, this time not made by me. So I can say amazing. (laughs) There's going to be a swag bag. (laughs) Come on. And I, I'm just really excited about it. That, that to me, it's more, it's just more personable. So I think that would be the favorite Mm -hmm. piece of this business. Yeah. I was telling my roommate earlier, I was like, I just, I love doing things where I can sit knee to knee with people and just have a conversation and just like be with them. Um, and not like have to hurry anywhere because that's just what mm-hmm. makes community yeah. simple. Isn't, so I love isn't that. Time it's so much fun too. <laughs> the, I mean, the richest commodity we have because when, when it's been expended, yeah. there's, you know, you don't replace it. You don't regain it. So when you invest time, mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, you're giving someone the most costly thing you have. I think it speaks measures. Yes. It does for sure. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why, but I have just like such a thing with time. So like I have a real big mm-hmm. issue with it being wasted, but then when I want to have intentional time with somebody and maybe either one of us is like spending too much time on our phone, like I try to like click in and be like, Oh no, like this isn't good. And so, yeah, I just, time is just so valuable to this life because we can't get it back. Like the days go and. But time spent on people like our hearts desire because we're twins, but time spent with people and (laughs) yeah, without, without like a rushed agenda, like that is, it's just so precious and we'll never regret that expenditure of time. But yeah, I get you. I get you. Right. I'm a little uptight about time, but not when I'm with people. <laughs> so a coffee date, a coffee date would take and right, yeah. hours and that's okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay. So my sneaky <laughs> question is what is, it's so simple. <laughs> what is just one piece of advice or encouragement that you'd like to give the audience? We've had so many good nuggets, but just you share are one sweet. <laughs> All right. A good nugget. I think, I think it's just really going to summarize what we're sharing about right now. Go with God and don't worry about the lack of definition. That's, that's part of his mystery. But when yeah. he, when he shows you something and opens the door with this gentle invitation to step into it, go, don't give it a second thought, mm-hmm. go and watch him do it. That's what Tay says. Won't he do it? Because <laughs> It is, <laughs> yes, it is a supernatural <laughs> empowerment when you step into his yeah. flow of what he's doing in the earth. And if you're available, you're going to love the ride and it's going to be supernatural. And we don't want to miss that. 
we will miss it sometimes because we are oh, yeah. we're human and we, we have our frailty of our flesh. Uh-huh. So we're, we are going to miss it. That's why I say, like, I learned the lesson the hard way. So once you miss it one time, you're like, God, I don't want to miss it again, you know, and, and he's gracious and he is merciful. (laughs) So we do get second and third and fourth Mm -hmm. chances and on and on it goes. But I, I hope that anyone listening will just hear that urgent plea, you know, be available to God because when he shows you something, you don't want to miss it. It's, it's never ever to harm us. Mm -hmm. It feels like harm because there's risk and vulnerability. But when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, God rewards it. And that's why I'm saying, don't miss that. When Mm -hmm. he opens the door with a gentle invitation and that's salvation. So don't miss salvation. And it's always gentle, but Hey, Renee, you want to come on this adventure with me? I've got something. Yes. Yes. Is our answer. Yes. Mm -hmm. is our worship. Don't miss the opportunities with God. Oh, that's just so good. I feel like I always end up tearing up when I talk to you. <laughs> I'm just sitting here like, oh my God. Because I'm speaking yeah. your language. That's so good. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you again for hopping on the show. Thank you, friend, for listening to another Fearlessly Fit Faith podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share with a friend or tell a friend about the podcast, rate and review the podcast, and then check out the show notes just in case there's anything new for you to keep up with.